Wow. Here goes nothing. It's pretty crazy. Um, getting started on my first podcast. Um, I'm not trying to sound dramatic. <laughs> but for me, I think this is a pretty cool experience. Just because, you know, I know right now there's nobody really listening to this or going to listen to this. But I'm doing this to get the reps in. I'm doing this to work on certain skills that is going to pay off for me down the road and in the future. Um, Oh. Wow, I'm glad it did that. I'm glad. So what happened was I got a call. Um, and that's the premise of this entire show. This that's the premise of this entire podcast. It's, it's ironic that I got that call, and it's thirty minutes later since I got that call, and um, and since I was on the phone handling this situation that I needed to grab, obviously, before I wouldn't have paused this recording. But analyze the deal. That is the show. Like I'm so excited for this show. I'm so pumped. Oh man, I'm so excited. Uh, to get my first podcast, to really be able to just talk and to be myself. That's going to be the funnest part. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if we're keeping it completely PG-13. I'm, I'm, I know my mom is going to make me and she's going to get on to me. But, man, some stuff, like, I just got to keep it raw. You know what I'm saying? But we'll figure it out. But analyze the deal. That's the show. That is what just happened really when I got that phone call, and what do you mean by that is analyze the deal for me is something that I've been doing for a while. I, I don't know why I call it that. And what it is, it's when you look back over certain things and you see how it could have been better and you analyze that deal. And what I mean by that is analyze the deal. You might be thinking, all right, from a sales perspective or from a sales standpoint, okay, he must be talking about a DJ appointment or a DJ gig that he closed. No, no. Like, yeah, it can be some business deals where you go back and you try to analyze the deal or the sales call and you try to think, okay, I could have said this better. I could have done this better. No, but that's not where I'm coming from. When I'm talking about analyze the deal, I'm just talking about even the minor things like, all right, for an example, if I go to a networking event and I talk to somebody and let's just say I find out that they're just a really important person and I can and I'm having a conversation with them and I'm not saying that the goal there is to be able to set up a follow up, but the goal is to get some type of follow up, right? Whether it's a phone number and, you know, an Instagram, something where it's like, all right, like, let's connect. Let's figure out a way that we can follow up. If I don't get that, I'm going to go back, you know, just in the quiet moments and find where I, what did I say during that conversation where it did not open up the possibility for me to get that Instagram? Right. Or what did what happened? Right. And some stuff are out of your control, I think. But I I believe most times when you do this exercise, you will find little nuances. It's the little minute details that can make the biggest differences, you know. Um, And that's the premise of Analyze the Deal. And the reason why I say the phone call did that for me is because when I, it disturbed me from a podcast flow. I got so psyched. I was pumped up. I was ready to go to film, to do, uh, to record this podcast, to do the audio for this podcast. And then I got a phone call and now it threw off everything. 
I'm not, am I going to say that my podcast is going to be worse because of that? No. But what I will say is I'm glad I took that call because even though it might have messed up this flow here, that was a beneficial call. But now if it had been from somebody else who I know is prone to gossip and talk and I'd answered that call and I had got suckered into staying on that conversation longer. When I analyze, and then next thing you know, I wasted 30 minutes of productivity and I got knocked off of my podcast flow. And, you know, like that's when you analyze that deal and you're like, ah, next time I'm not going to answer the phone or I'm just going to let that one ignore. Right. Like that's what analyze the deal is for me. So I, I think it's bigger than just something business. It's bigger than sales. And like I said, I think it's we can find it the most in monetary points or financial points, but it's the five F's. It's the five F's. It's finance, fitness, faith, fashion, fun. Like I analyze the deal in my fitness all the time. What's the deal? What's the deal that I made with myself? I'm going to go to the gym today. I'm going to lose this amount of weight. I'm going to shred down. I'm going to put on muscle. I'm going to get more. Right now, my deal that I made with myself is I'm going to be more flexible. I'm going to increase my vertical. I'm going to put somebody on a poster before I'm done hooping. Like, that's the deal I made to myself. So what do I do is I take a step back and I say, how can I, how can I do this? I start doing research on best ways to, to increase your vertical and this, that, that. And that's it. Because I analyzed the deal. The deal that I made with myself was I'm going to increase my vertical. And how did I analyze that deal? By doing the research. So it's like there's a forward thinking side to analyze the deal, which is what do you want to accomplish and doing the research to figure it out. And then there is a it's not a backwards, but there is a what's the word I'm looking for? Mm, I got to work on my vocabulary, guys. That's why I'm, I'm so excited for this. Um, but when you look in your past, I guess, and you can analyze the deal of previous mistakes and you come back to the drawing board and 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 you, you say, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. Fool me once, shame on me. What is it? Fool me twice, can't fool me again or something like that. Like, or you know that you're going to run into that scenario again and you're going to be better prepared. Like, oh my goodness. How many times do we run into reoccurring situations that we could be better prepared for or we could prepare for some at all? Like, some of us aren't even preparing for some of these things at all. <laughs> and what do I mean by that? Is you might see your boss every morning. And I'm and you might not say good morning with a smile on your face. Or you might not ask the boss how he's he doing or say something extra. And you're like, why would I do that, Noble? Like, what's the point of that? Like, what's that going to do for me? Right? But when you analyze that deal of going the extra step and going the extra mile but that's a recurring event every day like you're seeing your boss right and you're not you're probably not even thinking about how to prepare for that situation and that seems like so minute 
But here's a bigger situation, right? I realized in my business, <clears throat> I was having so many sales calls because of, um, you know, DJ services, credit services, different stuff. But it was like every conversation I was winging it. I like, don't get me wrong. I was selling whatever I needed to sell. It was a DJ package. I was asking the questions I need to ask. But I realized if I prepared for the call, if I had a script, if I had a sequence that worked, then guess what? My conversions would be higher. I can up my prices. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those reoccurring things in our day, the three occurring things in our lives that we could be better prepared for. And how do we get better prepared for it? Analyzing the deal. Like, that's what this show is about. So I don't know what all I'm going to do on this show. My goal is to get some guests. I love to do guests. Um, my goal is to make this into a top um, business whole health fitness i don't know what categories it's going to go into maybe education um yeah probably education but that's the goal my goal is to get this podcast up there so this is the just the start um i'm figuring out right now all the monetization stuff how to get this thing on spotify to get this thing on apple but oh man the stuff the stage that i'm at right now my business foundational foundational and things are ready to grow things are ready to go we're gonna hit the floor running and i just have to be prepared and i just have to be dedicated to getting better and if i do that then everything else is gonna fall in line um and take it one day one step at a time but i'm so excited to do this podcast um i think i'm gonna do like a book club in here a little bit like where maybe at the end of every episode i give you uh just a brief thing from something that i'm reading at the time maybe i don't know i'll figure out stuff i didn't want to go off of a script today because i was like this is my first episode i want to feel it i want to go off the cusp i'm sitting in my room in my desk chair by my desk um and I just want to feel it. I just want to go for it uh, and see what I like the best. But I plan on doing so much in the show. Uh, Q&As, doing teaching, just things that I'm experiencing on a daily basis, things that I'm going through, analyzing deals in real time that I'm working on, going back through previous deals, having people on here analyzing their deals of their life, the commitments that they've made contractually on paper and just with themselves internally. I think that's going to be this power in that and to have a platform where you can own that, where you can even say it out loud or even talk um, about ones that you might not have ever shared before. I, that's my vision here is study to make this platform exciting one thing i thought about is the last time i was really on radio for real uh i was in college running a sports talk show with my boy anthony um that was an exciting that 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 was a dope experience that was a dope experience but when i was thinking about that it let me know that hey like you're gonna figure this podcasting stuff out man like what are you tripping about right you have you've been on you've practiced on radio before okay cool uh you've you've what else 
<clears throat> you've given presentations before, so you, you're used to publicly speaking. Cool. But you also are a communications major. So just you go think back into your brain about some of the classes that you took, some of the courses, even try to find some of your old notebooks, see if there's valuable information. I've actually started rewatching some of the old Oprah episodes, bro. Oprah had the ability to get people to just open up on stage. It was it's incredible. And I would love to learn that. And have that displayed out here, you know. Um, I think that would be so. I think that would be. And I get firsthand access to so much cool things. Um, I think that's one of the things I love the most about about, about podcasts because they get like firsthand dibs on on certain information. So I think that's something that I look forward to as well. But my goal is to do a bunch of uh different things and really make this podcast grow but do the reps noble like that's what that's the deal i'm making with myself this episode is you got to do the reps you got to be consistent if i'm going to post a podcast episode a week i'm going to post a podcast episode a week you know if i'm going to go two a week i'm going to go two a week like you're going to be consistent bro you're going to be consistent um so I don't want to hold you people too long today, first episode, but right now I got that. And the reason why I say I'm, I'm, I'm speaking some of my goals and who I am and what I've done into the mic is that's how you quell the, the limiting beliefs that I can't do certain things or I'm not ready. I'm not. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be ready. You just have to want it. You know, and I know that sounds cliche and I know you might have heard that before, but the reason why that's important is to remind yourself who you are sometimes so you can understand what you're able to tolerate, what you're able to take, right? What you've, what you've been through can help you continue to go through things. And, you know, um, I think finding power in that in something as simple as recording a podcast can be just as liberating for somebody um, who's, you know, in comparison to somebody who's trying to lose 100 pounds, right? It's understanding that there's a task in front of you. It could be daunting. You might not want to do it or there are obstacles in your way, but you're going to figure it out. And in, and, I, and I say that on this podcast here because I want you guys to know I'm going to figure this out. And I don't know a lot that goes into running a podcast on a professional level, but I'm building it out from now. I'm gonna funnel. I'm about to funnel hack uh, David Shands' podcast. Shout out to David Shands on the Social Proof. He's I and and that's how I know this podcasting stuff is still got a bunch of room to grow because he's been doing it for a, a while. But I've seen that podcast literally blow, and it's been it's been awesome to see. But he's been doing the reps, and I got to do my reps. Um, but. I, I lost I keep going back to this point of speaking the, the 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 limiting beliefs. I keep going back to that because that's what I'm reading right now in Jim Quick's book, Limitless. And that was what I just read in this previous chapter, and that's something I'm practicing. Today I caught myself saying that like I'm not good at something and I stopped myself and I was like, No, like you can't say that. That's a limiting belief. Like no, no, and you figure it out. And I know that sounds harsh, but 
read Jim Quick book. Jim Quick's book. He explains it a little bit better. Maybe I'll do an episode on him next week. Um, like I'll pull an excerpt out. But today's excerpt, I'm right now also reading the 10x rule. Um, I listened to this book before, but there's something that's different when you're touching the pages and when you're able to like flip it, you know? Um, the 10x rule is an awesome book because Grant really hits on a few things that I love, but one thing in particular that he really speaks about is the ten, what is the 10x rule? And the first part of the 10x rule is that we don't we 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 think in limits. Like we're not thinking in ways we like we set our targets too low. We we we're going for what we see, not for things that are that could be like impossible, right? We see a a, a home in the burbs that's four bedrooms two three bats like backyard front yard we see that but the private jet might be a little bit different right that's the first thing with the 10x rule is 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 not thinking high enough or setting your goals far enough but the second part of to it is underestimating the amount of work that it's going to take to get there like that's that's deep underestimating the amount of work that it's going to take to get there. And that's one thing for me I'm focusing on this year in 2022 because I don't think I've ever underestimated how hard it's going to be. But I have to under, I have to now understand that the work that I have to do is the work that I necessarily might not want to do. Or it's the work that's tedious or it's the work that's that 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 my time could be spent elsewhere or you know that why do i need to it's it's the little things right and the reason why i know that is i've analyzed enough deals i've gone back through my mental rolodex enough times to understand like okay that's where i'm at right now you get what i'm saying so the 10x rule basically tells you you got to think in ways unimaginable or ways you got to set these lofty target goals so you can go after something but then you also have to be prepared to be doing 10 times the amount of work you cannot underestimate the amount of work that's going to take to get there so i just finished chapter six where he talks about assuming control and that's so important because that that sums up everything i've been talking about today and hopefully i followed some form of structure and i haven't gone all over the place i'm excited to listen to this back because i'm just doing this in a take since uh since i got interrupted earlier but for things to change for you to analyze the deal the reason why we analyze the deal especially when you go back in the past is you have to take responsibility for everything, right? The title of chapter six is assume control for everything. Like that's, that's what it boils down to taking responsibility for everything. Things that you necessarily like where in the pipeline, you might've been the fourth step, but stuff didn't crumble until the eighth step. But you could have possibly done something in the fourth step that could have affected the outcome in the eighth step. If like, I know that sounds crazy, but when you take control and assume responsibility for even things that you might not even believe, like and I had to do that this weekend. I, I, 
I wish I could analyze that deal on here. And not to say that I can't. I'm not saying that. I have to wait for what, 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 there's a deal pending. And once that deal is closed, I can't wait to analyze that deal and, and, and talk to you guys through that deal. So, But um, my life personally changed when I started assuming responsibility for everything. Do I do it every minute of every day? Do I stay in the blame? Do I? Yes, of course. Like, I'm not perfect. But I'll get mad at certain things for a second. I'll catch myself and be like, Noble, you should have done better. You should have done this or you should have known. Well, I'll make a conscious effort to know that I need to analyze that deal. So that way I can figure out where I went wrong and how I could take responsibility for it. So he says on the last chapter of the page, I'm reading from the last chapter, um, the last page on the in the chapter on page 45 of, left, of chapter 6. It was only until I truly started to believe that nothing happens to me, it happens because of me, that I was able to start operating at 10x levels. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole paragraph. Um, That's cool. I'm on a podcast. I got minutes. Someone once said, no matter where I go, there I am. This little saying suggested to me that I am both the the problem and the solution. This outlook put me in a position of being the cause of the outcomes of my life rather than a victim. I didn't allow myself to blame anyone or anything else as a justification for any hardships I encountered. I started to believe that although I may not always have a say in what happens to me, I always have a choice about how I respond to it. Success isn't just a journey, as countless people in books suggest it is. Rather, it's a state, constant or otherwise, over which you have control and responsibility. You either create success or you don't, and it isn't for whiners, crybabies, and victims. You doubtlessly have gifts you have yet to use, potential that remains untapped. You've been endowed with a desire for greatness and are aware enough to know that there are no shortages of success. Increase your responsibility level. Assume control for everything that happens to you and live by the slogan that nothing happens to you only because of you. And remember, don't be a little bitch. Well, there you go. <laughs> I broke the cuss word on the first day of the uh, of the podcast. But he does write that in the book. And that's what he said he was going to title. He really wanted to title the chapter or he would name the entire book, but the publishers really wouldn't let him. But... I I I I resonate with that last page and it's just important for us to remember some of the things that he said. You know, we've we've been endowed with a desire for greatness and there's no shortages of success. It's all out there, it's all around us, but it's not going to come in this example, right? There're going to be some coaches out there my mom always asks me, how are you different than all these other coaches out here? Here's another coach. Here's another one. How are you different? I'm not going to say anything different to you guys in the sense of, is it going to take hard work? Yeah. Is it going to take determination? Yeah. Is it going to take, you know, ambition? Yeah. You know, these are all characteristics that it takes. But also, are you taking full responsibility for everything? Are you analyzing the deals 
So that way you understand that there's no shortage of success. Do you realize that when you just make small tweaks in the formula, you can get the desired outcome, you know? Um, and that's and that's the key to always improving, to always getting just one step a little bit better is analyzing the deal, making the adjustments, the little tweaks. There's no shortage of success. We are bound for greatness. If we increase our responsibility, we will be successful. We must analyze the deals. I'm so excited to do this podcast. I've said it about 10 times. My mom's going to kill me. This is my one-take Drake shot. I appreciate you, guys. This is going to be fun. Thanks. Later.